welcome back to What's Hot on the Spot. I know I'm a little late this month, but that's okay. When I started the podcast, I gave myself no expectations. I gave myself nothing, no boundaries. I just wanted to put out an episode monthly, and that's what I'm doing right now. So, um, I don't know about everybody else, but I think October's been a pretty heavy month. These eclipses have been um, making me feel a little bit claustrophobic. You know, so much has been moving on. Um, and moving around us that I've just been taking time to honor myself and my mind and my body and not force anything that shouldn't, you know, that doesn't need forced. Um, so with that being said, this month I just wanted to hang out, have some fun time, um, not talk about anything too heavy hearted. So today I am picking up my dear friend, Serafina McCallan. She is a blast. Literally, I, I think that everywhere I go with her, we either know people or make friends, um, and we're always, we're always laughing, and we're always just being goofy, so I'm so excited to hold this space today with her, to share with you, um, and just kind of, just kind of hang out. We haven't seen each other in quite some time, so I'm sure we have a lot to talk about, and it's Halloween weekend. I think today might be Halloween. I haven't decided. I may drop this episode on Halloween. I might not. Friends, I'm so stoked you've dropped by for a ride today. Each episode, you'll tag along with me picking up my guests, talking about what's hot in their lives and on their heart. And you never know what surprises might be in my sleeve. Here's what's hot on the spot. Now, let's hit the road. What's up? What's she? What are you waiting on? You. Me? Oh, you done already? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Come on. Here she is. What's hot? Hello. How was dog walking? Thank you. It was great. Dog was scary looking, but was nice. Oh, okay. So all right. All right. That was good. I don't like this little hack that you have going of like, you have to wear your seatbelt to put your microphone on. <laughs> what? You're not. You're not a fan I'm, of of the belts. I'm anti seatbelt. <laughs> For myself, wear your seatbelts, everybody. <laughs> this is Serafina. I uh, had briefly mentioned that I um, just felt like October was like so heavy for everybody and just like hectic or chaotic or mine was really like claustrophobic feeling. I was like, I just want to pick up somebody that I'm going to have fun with. So I was like, this worked out that we're here to have some fun. I was worried you were going in the direction of, I want to pick somebody who has also been miserable. <laughs> no, 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 no. I hope you haven't been miserable. No, not okay. at all. I was going to say, where have you been to Universal? Like, definitely been whirlwindy, for sure. That is true. That is true. She's been on the move. Where all have you been in the past 
two months? Uh, I went to Montana and I Got had to go through Cincinnati, Chicago, and Seattle to get there. Oh, wow. But they didn't really hang out there. You know, those were just like airport mm -hmm. chills. Um, so I went to Montana for a wedding. I was a plus one. And after that, I flew to uh, New Jersey, South Jersey, to mm -hmm. hang out with my best friend. And then flew back. And then 11 days after that is when I went to Universal. Yeah, you're, you, I would say you're crazy, but you sound like me. So <laughs> A mover and a shaker. <laughs> a you got to get it done. A mover and a shaker. Well, okay, so my um, goal for this podcast is to have a Halloween costume by the end of it. Okay, <laughs> we can do that. So where should we go? Um, do you want to, like, actually go shop? Like, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you wanted to, like, drive around and figure it out. Um, Uptown Cheapskate. Beautiful. Anywho. So, yeah, none of my friends, I feel like, have, like, met it to the level of, like, traveling like me. But I feel like you made it this month. You have you have reached the dimension. You've leveled up. Listen, Welcome. I know all the TSA tricks <laughs> by now. Jesus Christ. The clear, the clear tricks. I, and you never know how they're going to act. Like, I had this guy when I was there. I think I was in Cincinnati. And I had asked him if he wanted me to put my shoes in the bin. Mm -hmm. And he just looked at me like I was, was like, do you want me to take the Coke out of my butthole or do you want me to leave it there? Like, I was just, I, and then sometimes they're really nice and yep. I mean, whatever. They deal with a lot of people in a day, so I can't really speak. They tried taking my EpiPen when I was a kid. TSA tried taking my EpiPen and when I was like 13 or something like that. I didn't fly until I was like 24. It was oh, the first time I flew, okay. 23 or 24, so right. I don't have any fun, like, childhood stories. Okay. But that's all right. I don't remember flying as a kid except for the time that they uh, tried, took your tried to take my <laughs> I mean, that's a, a time to remember, for sure. Okay, so what's uh, what's your move? What's your Halloween move? Going to a party, dressing up. Yes, do you want to, are you asking what I'm dressing up yeah. as? Oh, yeah. The world must know. Um, It'll come so, out after it happens. And this is the thing. So I picked my Halloween costume last year. And uh, Mike was determined this year. He said that since he picked, or since I picked last year, he gets to pick this year, and I get no say. So um, he did not pick anything. He was just all over the place, would not choose. And I kept giving him ideas, but then I was like, okay, so we can't do that because it was my idea. So now we have to go something else. <laughs> so I just went up to him one day, and I was like, pick something. We're done. No, I picked. I was like, we're being Eastman Kronk. More time, we have to put this together. Yes. And he was like, "Okay, I'm fine with that." I mean, I said, "Great, that's a so, great costume." I really think I need to be Cusco. I would. Hey, we're in. Key factor is that Mike is Yzma and I am Kronk. Oh right, we forgot to. Yes. To make because sure I am built like Kronk, but he is <laughs> built like Yzma, so it just works. That is kind of true. Absolutely. You so, got any bits going on? Um, pull the lever. He actually, the one that Mike went with was I bet you weren't expecting this and like pull the dress up so um I'm sure he's gonna get the quips out um uh, but he did he did get a pink Whitney bottle out of the I freezer today that. and he's gonna peel the label off and draw the llama on it <gasps> so that's gonna be Cusco's poison the poison for Cusco okay um, okay so yeah we just have little tidbits left to put together but I did stay up until like two last night putting my whole thing I was like hand crafting sewing this shirt together sewing little arm cuffs and leg cuffs and a belt to the shirt and a loincloth to the belt to the shirt 
So I've done it all. You have. I've done, done it all. It. You tell me what you need. I'll sew it together. <laughs> Shittily, but it'll be sewn together. <laughs> That's hilarious. Where are we going? Um, Uptown Cheapskate. They actually have like um, all along the top, like on their mannequins. They have them dressed up in like Halloween costumes, oh, that's like cute. groups. So there's one up there that I saw that was South Park, and yeah. there's like the Bratz dolls, and there's like uh, the plastics. Okay. So there's like some ideas up there. Okay, we can check all it out, right. see what's going on. I did see all over TikTok the like last minute hot girl costumes. I've mm. been getting those on my page. I saw a Ringmaster, which would be really fucking cute. Okay, if we could get you like a little top hat, and... that would be cute. Oh my god, low time and low supplies. <laughs> But all the, passion, <laughs> and the all, the in the world. And all the thrill in the world. Speaking of thrills, how is Universal? Uh, Universal is so good every time. Every time. What are the best three rides right now? Velocicoaster every time. Okay. Velocicoaster is the best ride I've one? ever ridden in my life. Velocicoaster changed my life. Changed. I love Velocicoaster. You're lying. Um, it's so good. Yeah. And it's one of those coasters that doesn't have the shoulder support. Yeah. It like comes over top and it's just this lap bar yep. and the airtime is sick and you go from like zero to 60 and then you go from 60 to 70. You get like two speed boosts and there's, it's unbelievable. That's the best ride ever. Okay. All right. So Velocicoaster is number one for sure. Um, number two and three, Hagrid's Motorbikes is a really popular one, okay. which is the new one. I think they took out Dueling Dragons for that one. Okay. Um, that one's really cool. It's... It's the most popular one there right now, I think. But they did just open some new Minion stuff. They're Minion getting ready stuff. to do... They're opening the Super Mario World as well as oh. the DreamWorks section of the park. Oh. So they got rid of the Shrek ride that used to be there. Which wasn't really a ride. It was like a 4D experience. Yeah. Um, I got sick on 4D rides. I don't. I close my eyes the whole time. Uh, yeah, me and too. And it's, it's so much easier when you can like feel this mm -hmm. moving and you know what it's like. But then I... It's like object permanence for me. Okay. I'm just like a baby when I ride 4D rides. I close my eyes and I'm like, woo! And then I open my eyes and we're just falling and I You're like, get oh, so okay. sick. And it's just a day ruiner for me. So I'm the same way. I don't want to ruin anybody else's fun. So I'll just, it's my nap time. There you stand you in line and wait that long and then you... See, I don't... And even, then nobody even knows because you have the sunglasses, the little 3D glasses. I don't even stand Nobody can see in, your eyes closed. I don't even stand in line and wait for it. I just don't ride them. <laughs> <laughs> I just will not. I'll wait outside for anybody who wants to ride a 4D ride. It's I mean, like you just said, it'll make you sick and then it'll ruin your whole day. It's a day ruiner. It is Absolutely. Day ruiner. And I'm not trying to ruin my day, Universal. All right. Well, I am on ride. a time crunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're getting, they're building his swamp right now. Oh, yeah. he's losing a 4D experience and getting a and swamp. And he's gaining his home. Oh, wow. Um, okay. But yeah, right so I don't know what all that is going to entail, but... Um, yeah, I, get, I don't know if I would call Hagrid's my number two. I'm trying to think of what else I love. What do I love to listen? When I, I go to Universal, you, I'm trying to eat. I haven't been to Universal since I was a child. I I would love to take you. Like less than ten. I am a strong advocate for the Yop, the Universal Orlando Annual Pass. Oh. We love the Yop in okay. this house. We love the Yop. <clears throat> yeah, it's like you go twice and you've paid for the whole thing. Right? Oh, absolutely! You get your money's worth so quick. So quick. I love it. Am I the only podcast guest you've had that annoyingly vapes the whole time? And does this? <laughs> um, I don't know if Blackley vaped during the podcast. I don't think he did. I so yes, don't I think, think you he are. did. I think you are. But Sorry. that's okay. 
That's all right. I I said we were gonna wear be, your seatbelts and don't vape. We were. <laughs> I said we were gonna be unapologetically ourselves. So that's the that title is, of that this is, one. That wear is your you. seatbelts and don't vape. Nice. Do everything Serafina does, <laughs> and you will have a good life. Shut up. Um. So if we're gonna go calm rides, like nice and easy, break okay. in the day, if we need something to chill, okay. ET all the way. Ooh. Did you ride the ET ride? I don't. I don't remember. I was so young. Oh, I was like less than eight when I went to university. Everybody loves the queue in ET. It smells so good. The queue? Yeah, like the line where you oh, the queue, mm-hmm. like where you wait mm-hmm. to get on the ride. Mm-hmm. You're like in the forest, and they have these like smells. You know, it's kind of yeah. like Soren, where they experience. like emit the smells. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, like it smells like. I don't want to say like wet moss because that's not something that sounds good, but it's like wet grass. Like dew? Mm-hmm. Like fresh dew? Mm-hmm. Them fresh forest smells. Ooh. It's good stuff. Sounds um, right up Leslie's alley. And it's so, it's so well air-conditioned in there. It's hardly ever a big wait. And even if it is a big wait, the whole queue's air-conditioned. Okay. Smells like pine. Okay. Wet grass. It's a good break. Okay, all right. Nice and easy, and you just, like, sit on the bike, and Steven Spielberg says, Don't worry, you won't have to pedal. And you just... You take E.T. to his home planet so he can get out of here. Don't worry. You won't have to. There's a whole bit. You'll have to ask Mike when you film him Mm -hmm. um, to do the um, Steven Spielberg bit from the E.T. ride. He loves it. I'm sure he. He knows it word for word. I bet he does. I couldn't do it, but I know it's, there's something we don't have much time. (laughs) E.T.'s planet is dying. I'm going to save it for him. Okay. Favorite foods. Listen, the Mythos restaurant is uh, in Islands of Adventure, and it's, like, Greek mythology themed. Okay. And uh, they have, like, sushi katsu rolls that are, like, so good. And they're, they're rolls that they're not... The roll itself isn't deep fried, but it's, like... The seaweed that is on the outside is like panko crusted and then deep fried. Okay. So it still kind of has that crunch. Okay. Gotta have the katsu rolls every time you go. Okay. Um, At the Chocolate Emporium, I actually just got these the last time I went for the first time. And Mm. it's like every time I have been, I have sworn vengeance against anyone who will keep me from getting a milkshake. Okay. And it has just slipped right through my hands every time and I finally got to go this last time and get a milkshake. Wow. There's a, uh, let's see, I don't know where my phone is, but there's a photo of me and I just look like a complete fucking menace (laughs) because I was so excited for my goddamn fuck. Look at her. Wow. She is a menace to society. (laughs) She is up to no good. Show to the people's <laughs> she is up to no good she with those is. things. But yeah, so they have those like gourmet milkshakes that are just gorgeous. Out of control, topped with everything. Um beautiful. I will say I was not I didn't love the one that I got as much as I thought I was going to. The key the lime pie one. Too high. Yeah, I think I did. I was hi- I hyped it up for too long mm. because I had been dying for one forever. Yeah. Finally got it. Almost talked myself out of the flavor I wanted. Should have. I should have. <laughs> Next time though. But um, it was still good. Okay. It was still good. And right. you have to have butterbeer from... Yeah, that's a that's a given. Yeah, the, the butterbeer is divine, but frozen. Don't get the iced one. Get the frozen one. Oh. It's so much better. Okay. So much better to get it frozen. Um, okay. Let's see. I'm trying to think of 
foods you chew. I don't know if I've ever seen it iced ever, if I've just seen it like presented as a beer. Mm, yeah, well, that's also not alcoholic at Universal, right. I think. I don't know if they serve an alcoholic version. The ones I've gotten haven't ever been, but they get the job done. Um, it's magical. What else? I think you owe one more food to the list. I do, yeah. Um, something we chew. Something we chew. Cowfish. Like they are. Right. It's like a uh, sushi and like burger blend. Uh -huh. So you can get sushis or burgers, or you can get burger sushi or sushi burgers. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. Yeah. So they have like bento boxes. They've got like the Asian American fusion. Bento boxes with sliders in it. Yes. Uh huh. It's like half and half. Okay. So it's got like the noodles right. and then there's like little burger sliders and it's so cute. Interesting. But then yeah, you can get like sushi rolls with like burger meat in them and like pickled chopped pickles and mm. all that stuff. Little like mayo chup on top and right. then you can get like the sushi burger that's like burger shaped but it's got the sushi fillings inside. Okay. Love that place. I don't really have anything in particular. I have only eaten there once but the experience itself was really fun. Um... So speaking of um, keeping up on my dimensions, how many how many concerts have you also been to in the past <laughs> six months? Listen, <laughs> I haven't even counted, but I know for a fact that I have seen more concerts this year you alone have. than I did in my entire life leading up to this year. I agree to that. Because I've been like heavy going to concerts for a minute, and this year you've just kind of been like, I'm a concert goer now. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let's roll. Yeah, everywhere. So, um, if we start from the beginning. Very good places. Uh, listen, come on, Julie. <laughs> um, ooh. So, I saw Lizzo twice. Okay. I think that was my first concert of the year. I don't think I saw anything before that. So Lizzo was really your first show of the year? I'm pretty sure. My first concert of the year was Lizzo. I saw her twice within the same week, um, which was insane. Have um, I done that? Oh, yeah. I've wholeheartedly done that. I've done that twice this year. It's a thrill. Like, <laughs> it truly is a thrill. Girl, you are insane for that. Me. Um, nah, so after after Lizzo was Bonnaroo, and that's really oh, where man. I stacked him and racked him. Yeah, you did. Um, and then after Bonnaroo, I saw Millennium, which was literally like where two did days. Where did you see him at? Um, in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. I saw oh. him on my birthday oh, up wow. in Cincinnati I didn't know that. Um, with Angelo. He's in. Yes, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and I really, like, don't listen to a lot of EDM in general, but... Yeah, he's uh, a good way to get, he's a good way to yeah. get introduced to it, that's for sure. So, saw Millennium, and then I took a bit of a break. Okay. July happened. July. August happened. Oh, right. And then went, I, yeah, I went back with my Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Saw the Jonas Brothers, and then saw the Jonas Brothers again. Have you seen Post yet? Oh, I missed Post in there. Post was in... How could you forget? I know, that was rude. I think Post was in July? August? July. I have to say, I... <laughs> so, um... As, like, the strongest LGBTQ ally you could possibly be... <laughs> you heterosexual. Um, like, when I was, like, really coming to terms with, like, my queerness, I was like, I do not look at like famous photos of men like men that I really enjoy like their art or whatever I just don't look at them the way that I look at women and I was like but I know 
that Serafina has probably five or six different cell phone backgrounds ready of a variety of the men in which you fancy. <laughs> and I go to mine and it's like, Haley Williams, Halsey, <laughs> Fletcher. And I'm like, oh, maybe I am a little bit gay. <laughs> I mean, when the math is mathing. And Posty is. Posty has been probably your longest man. Um, In my adult life, yeah. Mm. Yeah. For well, sure. Of course, he can't be Darren. No. Aaron Chris has been your, your... And I'm seeing him in December. Your life. I have two love. more concerts this year, which are Doja Cat and Darren. Oh, Doja. Mm -hmm. Okay, I didn't know she was touring. I am seeing Doja Cat on November 19th in Atlanta. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, so actually the only people... I haven't uh, updated my wallpapers in a minute, but I only have Joseph Quinn right now. Yeah, that's a third name that we can add to the list. <laughs> that is the father of my children. Yeah, what children? <laughs> a good mix, though. I've got Joseph, and then me and Mike, and then Joseph, and then me and Mike, and then me and Mike, and then nobody, and then Joseph, and then me and Katie, and then a little fun, and then me and Katie. <laughs> and then my Halloween one has Eddie Munson. <laughs> okay, alright, alright. I do love boys. You do. I love boys. Especially the talented musical ones. Mm-hmm. That are a little gay with probably no armpit hair. That's <laughs> right up your alley. I love them a little gay and <laughs> with fucking shaved armpits. Turn it up. I, I love, love this it. song. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, I guess you should play a song. You should play. What's one that like? When you think about when you think about like how much they mean to you, like what song are you gonna play? Oh god. <laughs> like one that really hits home, gets in your feels. It's two very different stages of my life. Alright, well which with the one, Darren Chris and with the post Malone. Which one do you feel like embodies I don't know, your vibes more? I feel like you gotta play a post song. Alright, play a posty song that uh Get you in your feels about, you know, just like when you think about a song that Post Malone put out that changed your life. What okay. I knew you were going to play this song. <laughs> I didn't want to, but you were posing the question. Good old feeling with I smoked a cigarette with Post Malone to this song. At his concert? All the way in the back. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know. But I did. That's right. I did. Yeah. Left turn for a minute, but you will want to make. 
seatbelt I need my vape <laughs> we can't have it all well I have found how many pieces of my costume like three of five I would yeah. say I'm really excited about the shoes I bought yeah those are shoes you can take outside of the costume absolutely and into your day-to-day -day life that's the best part you see how many turns I'm having to do together you're doing right. great it's because everybody else is parked like an idiot oh. and you know I feel like every time I travel somewhere like nobody here knows how to drive nobody here knows how to drive it's just universal anytime i'm behind the wheel i'm the only one that knows how to drive <laughs> like. and i think part of it had to do with learning to slow down in general like in my own mind and body and soul that's when i quit driving like lunatic when i finally like chilled yeah 
I think you know yeah it's it's one of those breathing. like yogic principles yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. like taking things that you learn on the map and transitioning those into life off the map yep. sorry yeah. I'm trying to pull up the directions to my house from here so we don't have to go left right left left wait you're in the wrong <laughs> lane go this way that's <laughs> okay I'm not even in the lane right now. I'm just in a cul-de-sac. We're just looping around. <laughs> loop town. de loop. Loop de loop. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Perfect. Look. <laughs> Am I going the right way? Right? Yeah. Okay. Great. You're gonna turn left at that light, and you're just gonna go straight forever. Great. I won't even have to direct you from that point. Great. Traffic's gonna be fun, but we've got all the talk in the world. Lexington traffic's not that bad. It could be worse. It could be worse. It's definitely not a walkable city though. So everybody relies on their own transportation. We do have like public transportation but I can't really speak for it I guess because I don't utilize it. Mm, there you go. Um, but I do know that the bike lanes are nowhere near. We do not have good bike lanes. We do not have good walk lanes. I've been hit by a car twice running. You have? Yes. Here. And you've been okay both times? Yes. Your back is probably not okay. My back's never okay. <laughs> I know. So, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, and that's the thing is my, my grandma was always so like, oh, I don't like, I don't like the idea of you running in the city. It's like, it like scares me. And like, they think like I'm going to be attacked or like approached. I'm just going to get hit by cars. Hit by cars. And it's like, uh, you know, a whistle's not gonna help me from that. Woo, 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 woo! Like, that's, that's not hilarious. gonna do anything. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not a good city for pedestrians. Okay. <laughs> now you know, friends. But, um, we can go back to on the mat, off the mat. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> let's go back to yoga. <laughs> go back to what we were talking about. But yes, there are definitely principles like that that I have taken from yoga that you learn to implement into your daily life. How? Like, what was your journey to yoga? Um, so I didn't, I don't really necessarily say that I did yoga all my life, but I have been tuned in to the idea and the practice of yoga for, like, starting at a young age. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew about it. I used to read, like, those, like, books for kids, and there mm -hmm. was, like, one that I read about yoga and, like, the yoga positions and, like, you know, they were like the tree and everything yeah. and it would like show the person inside of the object and oh. whatnot. So I've always had yoga around me. I did yoga sporadically here and there. I didn't really commit to it until I didn't do a daily practice until 2019 and there was really nothing behind it. I didn't really do it for any other reason other than my life was so monotonous at that point mm. and I had no real structure. Mm -hmm. Um, which is odd to say that those both happen at the same time. That it's monotonous, but there's no structure. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely my reality. And I, I just felt so out of control of my own self. Mm. And I just wanted something that I could do. And, and I really, it came down to I was tired of not doing anything. And I, I wanted to do something. I wanted something that I could commit to and say, I'm going to do this for this amount of time. And that was where the, the 30 day yoga challenge came in. Um, shout out yoga with Adrian. Listen, I, I'll veer right back, but <laughs> one of my friends genuinely thinks that I'm in a cult. 
she thinks yoga with adrian is a true <laughs> cult that's funny and she's serious like she really is like concerned for me and she's like the way that people talk about yoga with adrian the way the people that do yoga with adrian talk about it and i get it does that we, person do yoga i don't know Probably not. I, I don't know, but... I feel like um, anybody that's ever practiced any type of yoga who knows of yoga with Adrian and, like, why she started doing what she was doing, I feel like if you don't... If you aren't a part of that community, then, yeah, you might think it's a cult. But if you are... It feels a little are, culty. If like, you are doing it, then it ain't a cult. I mean, yeah, I'm, I would do anything for that woman. So, I mean, she, you tell me to jump, I say how high. I twice. Mean, yeah, I guess that's I'll high. do it. Um, anyway, I'll bring it back, but I, I just, I had, and again, I, I had done yoga with Adrian sporadically. Like I, I would just kind of like, I really thought of it as like my, a stress reliever. Like I never really mm. thought of yoga as exercise. Like if I was angry or frustrated, I would go do some yoga and just, I really use, like saw it more as an opportunity to meditate than it was mm. as an opportunity to exercise. Yeah. Um, so I had an idea of who she was. I knew what her challenges were. Um, I was familiar with them. I had never done one. 2019 was the first one that I ever did. Um, and again, that was really just so I could have some semblance of routine. Um, and yeah, it was just uh, a little 30-day challenge. I, I worked a 9-to-5 desk job at that point, And I would work every single day. And as soon as I came home, I'd just drop down on the mat, get it done. And I, I, I wasn't doing it for any, like, health you change. I wasn't it. doing it for any, I wasn't, I wasn't at a point where I was like, I want to lose weight. I'm not, ha I mean, I was unhappy with myself. I was unhappy with my body. I was at a very low point in my life for yoga a handful changed, of yoga years. Yoga changed your life. It really did. It did. It really did. And I, I was in that handful of years. It was a very... I don't want to say dark, but it was a very confusing time Lost. trying to navigate like who I was. Cause that was kind of the point where Mike and I had realized that we really had no sense of individuality. Mm. Like there was no Mike and there was no Serafina. We were Mike and Serafina. Yeah. So we had no true like sense of self and we were both like really struggling to come to terms with that while also taking it on because mm. we knew that we wanted to be together, but we had to figure it out on our own. Yeah. So that was just kind of like a journey we had to go on independently yeah. and together, which was very interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really just had no sense of identity. I had no idea who I was mm -hmm. and it was just a very confusing time for me. Yeah. So, and I wasn't really looking to answer those questions. Like I, I had no intention. It's amazing how those things just get presented. Yes. I, I had no, no intention of it impacting me in the way that it did and you know, 30 days turned into 40, turned into 60, turned into 90. And I had done over a year of yoga consistently. And the next and then, thing you know, you're running 5Ks. <laughs> and then I was, and it got to a point where I wasn't, I wasn't bored with yoga, but I was like seeking more. Like yeah. I was like, what else can my body do? Like I, I know that I can stand on my head. I know that I can do this and into this and do this. And like, what else can I do? Bodies are magical. And absolutely. And that, that was like the, the discovery of yoga allowed me to discover these things about myself that I already knew that I had just didn't, I didn't allow myself the opportunity to bring them into my young adulthood. Yeah. Like there, I, I feel like the, the transition made 
put me under the impression that I had to leave parts of me behind in order to become who I needed to be. I feel like you've always been like two steps ahead of me in your healing journey, but I didn't realize that you had been two steps ahead of me. I hadn't even realized what kind of healing journey you've been on because I was so lost at the time. Right. Like, well, and, and, like, I saw you evolving and I always was like, man, like, what can't the wait for fuck? It, no, I was always like, can't wait for it to be my turn. And yeah. now I'm here and I'm like, well, oh. And that's, and that's the thing is like, I, I don't, you really can't put a timeline on it. No. It's, it's not even a matter of like, nobody can make you do it. You have to make you do it. It's not even no. that. Like, it's, we're all living shared experiences. You just said it. It is presented times. to you. It's like presented. it's, yeah. it's when. And the fact that you said that you had a hard time with like being able to let go, but also hold like pieces that are true to you. I just had this conversation with somebody else. I feel like a lot of women need to hear right now that it's okay to step into new shoes that don't look anything like the old style you had you know, you can, you can, you can become this new, this new individual with you, this power or magic, but it's okay to keep a couple pairs of those shoes in the closet. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to ever just give away and let go of everything that you were. And like, that's, even when you feel like you're making these big life changes or transformations or shifts, like, I told somebody the other day, it's important to hold those pieces and those memories and those, those core moments or whatever that you don't want to let go of it's important to hold those forever right right and just shed the rest and one like the you know just like call in what you need and and leave what take what you need you leave anymore. what you don't yeah, yeah absolutely that's an adrian mantra maybe I'm i sure am in a cult <laughs> i think that it's just kind of like i feel like a lot of it just has to do with like foundations of spirituality you didn't realize you were leading us you were living and learning and going towards a spiritual life but since that's how adrian presents her practice and her work right well and it was what it became so you know? easy for me to adapt into because mm -hmm. we also had this conversation the other day about like religious trauma oh, and how yeah. i have such a lack thereof yeah because do. I, I do like have my my grandma's a very like religious uh person and my mom, you know, believes, but it was never anything that was forced upon us. Mm -hmm. And it, it was, you know, my, my grandma's... I don't know if I'd call your mom religious or if I'd call She spiritual. has always said, you know, I, I think she's a fair bit of both. Because yeah. her, her philosophy fair. has always been, I can believe in God and I don't have to sit in a pew yeah. and have somebody tell yeah. me how I can believe in God better. Absolutely. And that's just kind of... At the end of, of the day, it's all... It's all the same. It's right. all and, you the know, same. I, I feel like it's like it's it just, you know, goes across it's like diets. Like just because I don't eat meat doesn't mean I'm gonna get angry at you if you wanna right. go to Wendy's and grab a baconator <laughs> because god damn it you're gonna take a bite and I'm gonna say let me smell that let me smell that I'm take a big whiff I love because don't that smell good I love that but uh yeah I mean whatever you know whatever ripens your peaches do it and I'm happy for them but yeah so I, I think the the foundations of the spirituality and because that's a thing that Adrian says a lot you know like if, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, like you just keep your eyes open or if it makes yeah. you like, if you're not tuned into this, yeah. you know, Whatever. side of it, you don't have to, you know, we mm -hmm. welcome everybody. You can, right. you can, you know, meet us wherever you are. And, mm -hmm. and when I first started doing yoga with Adrian videos, like intermittently here and there, 
I had no idea what she meant by half the shit she was saying mm -hmm. like that because I was just so not exposed to that type of living or way of being. Even though I kind of naturally embodied it, I never like, it never like clicked mm -hmm. that it was like a way of life. Um, and now we're here and I'm like, oh wow, I wish I would have been working on all this stuff way sooner. Yeah, oh absolutely. It's, it's definitely something that you can sit with yourself and be like, damn. Not our time. Now, I could have used this mm -hmm. five years ago mm -hmm. so hard. Mm -hmm. Like, even if I wasn't putting it into practice hearing it, yeah. like hearing somebody say these things, yeah. like, I, would have helped tenfold. Now that Austin's working midnights, I've decided that I'm going to start going to bed earlier and getting up earlier um, because I want to have, like a, good like, a good morning routine. I do have a morning routine, but I would like to include, like, yoga or a stretch or a walk something early in the morning and right now the heart the, one of the only reasons why I don't do that is because Austin's in bed with me and I don't want to get right. up you know but since he won't he'll be at work I can you know go to bed early wake up earlier eat well yeah. and I would really like to start a yoga practice as like meditative time as yeah. well because <clears throat> I mean I already enjoy meditative time and finding and you know finding stillness and opening up my heart and taking in whatever I can but there's something about an act while doing it that just makes it more powerful you makes know it feel I mean? more like a ritual yeah yeah makes yeah, it yeah. feel like more part of your day absolutely yeah I've been trying to get back into it too because my yoga has been a little sporadic like I with Mike's accident I was all over the place like I I lost track of my running I lost track of my yoga and you know I have I make it to the gym like once a week at this point which I really don't even care to lift anymore it's not even anything on my agenda I just want to keep my routine yeah at this like point doing. and then that's kind of like it was what yoga was like again I wasn't really even looking for anything out of it but once I had gotten to the point where it was such a part of my routine I was mm -hmm. like okay now I can add this in mm -hmm. so I'm just kind of at that point now where I'm just trying to sprinkle everything back in so I lost the yoga and the running a little bit with Mike's accident and then well when you have life life traumatic life know, finds life a way moments <laughs> like like serious car wrecks on holiday mornings you yeah. know you just yeah she was booked and busy but you just, gotta, you just gotta do what you do but the best part about all of these practices is that they're always with you right yeah you know? they don't go anywhere I'm sure there's been a moment where you've caught yourself and you've been like all right I need to do like two minutes of breath work and mm -hmm. you can just sit oh absolutely and, and that's work, the thing is I mean? like you can do yoga anywhere even mm -hmm. if it's just like you know pulling your shoulders back and mm -hmm. like giving your neck a little roll and you know you can hell get into child's pose in Kroger I don't give a shit <laughs> stretch it out if that's what you need you take amen, it girl amen. have you ever considered doing a yoga teacher training yeah it's something I would like to do um I do I I love getting people in on it and like I it, I was kind of gatekeeping it for a while yeah, like okay. when I fell in love with it yeah I was like people don't get it like I do like <laughs> you guys don't get it like me um but it, it really is such a fucking beautiful thing and it's so accessible and mm -hmm. it's so something that everybody can do and you know it's when you think yoga you think oh I can't do that I'm not flexible yeah, and yeah. it's it's so much more than that, yeah. and you can make it so much more than that, and you know the flexibility that comes out of it is just a perk, mm -hmm. and you don't have to have that naturally. Mm -hmm. Yoga is such a great stepping stone into just learning one 
natural way to help. Yeah, I know, think calm. my my biggest issue is emotional regulation. Mm. Like I am mm. so reactive, mm. and it is it it can be at least it's it is something that I work on and practice, and it it has right. yoga has helped a lot actually yeah. with that is. Um, like being able to like take a step back yeah. instead of immediately reacting and having a response and like it, there there can be a spectrum of emotion I don't have to be all the way over here mm -hmm. or all the way over here mm -hmm. um, and just allowing myself to sit in the discomfort of my feelings because I nobody wants to do the work absolutely no. nobody wants to do that no. me included I don't want to do that shit but you you have to get to a point where you understand and recognize yep. that you have flaws and that there are parts of you that have the ability to create problems and that's something that we all have to come to terms with mm -hmm. and my fiery red hot emotional responses to the way that things would come at me mm. was a, a big problem and I was, growing up, it was a lot of, oh, you're being dramatic, oh, this is ridiculous, blah, blah, whatever. It was just, I, I had, what the hell, you can turn in here. Ah! Why is the drive-thru bussing, bussing right now? What the fuck? We're here at her place of employment, the oh. Starbucks, seeing one of her buddies, getting some drinks. See one of our buddies. True. It's one of our buddies. Yeah. We've been through the trenches together. <laughs> Who's anyway, here? um, Derby. what? Who's here? Just Derby. Um, Derby is here. There's a fella here named Carl. That's his bike. Okay. He bikes cool. here every day. Very nice. Um, I don't know whose cars are in the back. Has your mom told you about the gentleman that works for Domino's who delivers pizzas in West Frankfurt on his bicycle? No. There's there is a pizza delivery driver in West Frankfurt that delivers Domino's Good for on his him. bike. Go off, King. He's been doing it, I think, for like almost a full year though. Wow. Probably probably like since spring. Almost, you know. Hmm. Anyways. What are we talking about? Um, emotional being too regulation. emotional. Yeah. I feel like all of it really boils down to cranial nervous system regulation. Yeah, and I don't it's know. Like step one. I don't know what it stems from. I don't know if it's genetic because that's another thing I've uh, um, I've never been like diagnosed. And at this point, I don't want to know. I I have lived this long, unmedicated. I'm coasting through life. Yeah. I'm chilling. Yeah. I I have learned how to <laughs> deal with my shit. I agree. As my shit comes. Yeah. No. And I'm doing all right. Yeah. So I don't even. I, I don't even want to know. I I don't want anyone to tell me what's wrong with me, because I think if anybody was like, you have this, mm -hmm. and this, mm -hmm. and get this, <laughs> you also have this. I don't even know what I would do with all that information. You don't need to know that. I also don't have health insurance. <laughs> so. Um, hey, you're like you said. You're moving and grooving. You're flowing. I'm chilling. You're happy. I am. I mean, so I'm that's all you can ask for. I'm doing good. But, yeah, I don't know if it's genetic, if it's something that I was missing in my childhood or what. Because I, I've i just always kind of been very 
out of control. Like I am the showstopper, and I don't know what it's astrology. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but it it's because it, it's it's very. My sister is very much like because I also I don't like to talk to strangers, mm. but my sister you do talk to strangers though. I do it against my will. <laughs> Like, when I'm put in a position like, where I have to. I talk to strangers to be kind, but I really don't My like mother it. raised me to be nice to everybody. True. And there is, I ain't got no business going out in public and being an ass. I agree. So, I'm not going to go out and treat a stranger like I've got an issue out the gate. I agree. Were you chatting with that uh, chick out, were you chatting with the people that I was trying on those skirts? No. Uh, they were talking about Halloween party plans. She was talking about her. She wanted her boyfriend to dress up as Lego Batman. Okay. What's the difference between that and real Batman? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Um, but no, I was not. I was minded my business, <laughs> which is so easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so easy, easy to do. do. I love it. Especially when you don't want to talk to strangers. Absolutely. Um, I would say I always, I, I was just having this conversation with Austin the other day. I think a lot of it has to do with just like the childhood traumas that we undergo and not having parents who are necessarily emotionally intelligent. I'm not speaking towards your parents, but just like in general. Um, I feel like a lot of that has to do with like. Do you know what you want? One second, please. All right, let us know when you're ready. Actually, rolls up the window. <laughs> I actually think I'm going to get a pumpkin spice chai tea latte. Okay. Can I get a grande um, iced, pumpkin cream, iced pumpkin cream chai tea latte? Uh, yeah, what size? Grande. Sure. English isn't his first Anything else for you? A grande water. And a grande cup of water. Alrighty, you'll fill this in a six-pack. We'll see if the work. Thank you. Carl used to be in... Um, a punk band in the 90s and now he runs barefoot. He's trying to get me to run a half marathon with him in Cincinnati in like three weeks. You going to? Fucking no. Because he's pacing it. He's not running it. He's pacing it and he's pacing it two hours and 15 minutes. What does that mean? So finishing the half marathon in two hours and running 13 miles in two hours and 15 minutes. I'm good. Yeah. No. And he's going to do it with no shoes on. How old is this He's probably in his 50s. Dang, that's impressive. That's impressive, though. Yeah. Him and his wife are affectionately crazy. I say crazy, but I don't mean it negatively. <laughs> They're like the crazy that I aspire to be. Oh, well, that's pretty good. I love it. That's pretty good. I love it. But anyway, yeah. So, and this is, I tell my therapist this all the time, that, like, I almost feel guilt when I talk about, like, the lack of like emotional validation mm -hmm. that I received growing up mm -hmm. as a child mm -hmm. because my parents provided for me in yeah. every way imaginable. Yeah. I never had to worry about a meal or a bed or how I was going to get home or just a little cancer though. And they just need a little right. extra emotional And I love. just have two very emotionally unavailable parents <laughs> and they, you know, were also parents in the nineties and early two thousands raising three children yeah. and, it was hard. It man. wasn't mainstream. Like we right. we weren't talking about our feelings out loud, and right. so it was it was just a thing. And do you want to scan your Starbucks thing? Do you not want to? I mean, I'll get... I don't ever I don't ever drink it. I don't ever come to Starbucks anymore. Okay. So I'll give you the points. 
Okay, I guess. That's Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> They're green, at least. Yeah. It's not my season, actually. We've just proved that. Um. Oh, yeah, it's yay day. You get a drink for 50% off. Wow. <laughs> Woohoo. Yay. Day. That's why it's busted. Oh, yeah. Yay day the all day. Behind us. Ooh, the police. Oh, are they? Yeah, two cars back. Ooh. I didn't do it. <laughs> I did not do it. Nope, not today. But yesterday? Maybe. TBD. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is to be determined. <laughs> it's too far away <laughs> to know hmm. if I'm going to cause any trouble yet. Sauerkraut. I love sauerkraut. <laughs> Do you eat sauerkraut? I love sauerkraut. It's I miss <laughs> like the Polish sausage sauerkraut meal. Uh -huh. Oh man. Yeah, I can eat sauerkraut. All right. Good. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Oh, kind of, we one order at end table really last. I know. You said one second. Oh no, Carl! You let those fingers get slippery again. Hey, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> Thank you. Did the skin did it pay for it? He marked it out for free. Oh. That's what he's talking about. Oh. So he said all right. Thank you. Oh no? Columbus on Sunday instead if you want to run with me. I'm at Florida, so I can't tell you what pace I'm gonna be running. You're just running around all over. Okay. I love it. Well, what what day is it? Next week? It's uh, Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Okay. I'll check my schedule and I'll let you know. Because I'd love to do it with you. Alright. Bye. See you. He's a crazy man. Speaking of. If he thinks I'm going to run a half marathon in two hours. <laughs> He's crazy. On Sunday. <laughs> On Sunday? Ha ha ha. I laugh. But I cry on I the inside. I have these in so long. Because where's my vape? It's under, my, my it's under my big thigh. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, my sister having kids really opened up my parents' emotional windows. Oh, I would say so. Yeah. Grandkids do that. Yeah, they're completely new people. It's unbelievable. In the best type of way. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to watch them be grandparents. I bet it is. And just be so thankful that it's not your kids. <laughs> I love. Listen, that's the name of the podcast. Don't wear your seatbelt. Where's my babe? Every opportunity you find. And look for birth control everywhere you go. It doesn't have to be the birth control you ingest. You can just look at all the screaming children inside of Spirit Halloween. Or, or just turn the news on. Or turn the news on and look at all of the gun violence that is happening. That'll knock it right out yep. of you. 
Mm -hmm. You get that baby fever, you knock it right off. I saw this uh, stand-up bit that was like, you know, Gen Z. There's no more letters. It's the last one. Yeah. <laughs> it That's like, it. It's like, who wants to bring more kids in this world now? Well, like, you, you know what they call that? The new one? Like, Coco's generation? And, like, Luli's generation? They're Gen Alpha. Why? Why did we go back to the beginning? <laughs> we need to cut it off. Cut it off. That's, you know what? Let's talk about that. What's your Roman Empire? I don't even know what that joke is. Really? I have no clue. Because mine is, okay. So, it was this whole... Is your Roman Empire like your soapbox? Kind of, yeah. Okay. So, there was this whole trend on TikTok that was like, ask any man in your life, boyfriend, dad, brother, whoever, how often they think about the Roman Empire. And more often than not, it's way more than they need to and like I asked Mike and he was like well, what part of the Roman Empire <laughs> like, I'm telling you when this question was posed to me the answer is just now because you said it like I don't get it so it's it's just like I guess like a, a universal phenomena that men just semi-regularly think about aspects the of the Empire. Roman Empire and okay. he, so it's the, the question posed, what's your Roman empire is like, what is like a cultural event or just anything in general that you always have on your mind? Well, thank you so much for explaining that. Happy to do it. And right now I think my Roman empire is the fact that I am learning to love Taylor Swift. And that's wild. Cause you know, I have never been a Taylor Swift person. Here's why. Here's why. Let me tell you, let me tell you why. Okay. What Taylor Swift is doing right now for young women and like the pave, like like the road she was making, she went from being with someone that was like reclusive and like had her entire fan base thinking she was this like to herself, like needed privacy individual. And now she's like living her most authentic, freeing, like totally fun, loving, doesn't care life and is making music that she actually cares about and isn't just for like for like streams like there's this whole like conspiracy theory that goes on when she like transitioned out of country and like when the, like the the red era came out about how she started just writing all this music about boys that were breaking her heart and all this sad shit and that's why a lot of people didn't like to listen to her stuff and that's why I didn't like to listen to her stuff because I didn't just care about breakups and boys but now she's writing things about like the world and like our souls and like 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 growing like and developing and it's making me like taylor swift as a person i still can't get behind a lot of her old music but i really like folklore and, and evermore those albums are both i have not listened to anything on those albums but they seem very leslie coded yeah so that's my roman empire right now is how often i think about you know i taylor swift. actually i was thinking about you and taylor swift today i raised i had my eyebrows raised because I had, you know, she's all in the news right now with uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And I had, like, something pop up on my Instagram feed of, like, his podcast. So I was, like, going down the rabbit hole of, like, his Instagram. And then I had made it to her Instagram. And I saw that you were following her. And I was, like... I just followed her, like, three, <laughs> I was, like what the fuck? I just followed her, like, three days ago. To be 100% honest with Interesting. you. Interesting. Yeah, so that's my Roman Empire. What's your Roman Empire? <sighs> hmm. 
I just love to not be thinking is the thing. Yeah, you've mastered that. I have a, such a fleeting mind That's that it, she'll just drop and go and pick up new things and drop them and come back to them later. I hyperfixate so hard and so fast that I don't really know that I can have one. I did just see uh, somebody say that their Roman Empire was um, volleying back and forth between wanting kids and not wanting kids. Mm. I very much feel like I'm at that point in my life right now because mm -hmm. I can't decide if I want to have kids. Like, I want to have kids, but I don't know if I want to have kids. I'm in that I'm in that spot where I do not want kids right now, but something deep down in the pit of my soul tells me I'm having a child, like, mid-30s. Okay. Like, I just feel like that's what is meant to happen. Yeah. Like, early to mid-30s. Like, and when the time is right, it I will know, and the opportunity will present itself, and... It'll be then, and until until I feel like that is why I would be having a child, then I don't want it. Well, <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't want a child. Right. I know what you mean. I'm, I not, know gonna, what you mean. I'm not going to initiate having a child on purpose. Right. You know. Hundred percent. Um. I don't know. You kind of feel that. I feel oh, like it's just yeah. not right. I feel like this is not now. No, absolutely not. not I always told no, myself I that when either. I like I would start trying for kids at 30 because I wanted to have all of my 20s. And that still that. rings true. This is going to be your left if you want to go back to my house and just sit in my driveway until we're done. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I always told myself like growing up that I, I wanted to have my 20s yeah. and I wanted to enjoy it independently whether I'm in a relationship or not like I wanted to enjoy my 20s without having kids yeah um and that still rings true however I am 27 and the idea of um trying for children within the next three years makes my stummy wummy hurt yeah no thank you I don't want to go to there um in your 30s is okay though yeah yeah I don't know I I don't really want to put a timeline on it however I know that you know, there are, like, complications. Is this your neighbor's car? No, that's mine. And you have a sticker on it that says blue cheese is better than ranch? Listen, I have had to explain this to so many people because everybody's like, you, a ranch girl? I do eat more things with ranch. However, blue cheese is better. Okay, I'm behind that. Yeah. I just need a clarification. That's why I was like... Yeah, it is. I... We need more outspoken advocates. You guys heard it here, for folks. Blue cheese is better than ranch. <laughs> it's got to have chunks in it. I, I need agree. the chunky blue cheese. I agree. Ken's blue cheeses. It's in my fridge, bitch. We'll find something to put that shit on. We'll make it happen. I have spicy buffalo plant-based chicken Let's patties. Let's <clears throat> okay, but we're having all-you-can-eat sushi tonight. Slay. Spicy chicken right. tomorrow. Thanks for uh, recording a Thanks for putting me on the spot. Me. I've been dying to do this. I had my two truths and a lie ready too. Oh my gosh, I forgot it. about the two truths and a lie. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What are the two truths and a lie? I was so, that was my favorite. I was so excited. I'm so, I'm so glad we're doing it now. Seraphina's two truths and a lie. It's a good thing I'm a loyal listener. You are a loyal listener. <laughs> I'm here for it. Okay. Um. Here we go. Now what were they? <laughs> I have them typed in my phone because I knew that we were going to do this. Okay, I got them. Okay. Ooh, uh, my necklace is stuck in my microphone. Okay. 
I'm named after my great grandparents. Okay. I have participated in a pie eating contest. Okay. And I have no allergies. Well, I know you're named after your grandparents, so that's true. Fuck. I really thought that was a good one. I was like, <laughs> that'd be a good one for somebody that doesn't know you. Serafina Louise Thomas McCallan. <laughs> Toronto. Thomas, if you nasty. Okay, okay. Um gosh allergies in a pie eating contest i don't have any allergies and i have participated in a pie eating contest for some reason i feel like we've had a discussion about how you have not had any allergies you don't have allergies but I could also see you being in a pie eating contest. I think that's the lie. I do I do believe you do not have any allergies. I'm allergic to ibuprofen. Ibuprofen? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, well, you've yeah. never participated in a pie eating contest? No, I have. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's true. I'll show you pictures when we get inside. I'm so excited. We have a handful of pictures to share. I have the picture of us hanging out, but... Yeah. Yes! But, um, so the pie, this is the worst. I'll, well, this is a great story, so I'll end this on that, and then we can go inside. So it was my uh, sophomore year spring fling, and uh, it was freshman versus sophomore versus junior versus senior versus teachers. So the juniors, or I'm sorry, the seniors put it together and they like pick the events, they orchestrate it, run it. Okay. Um, so they always like hack it, cheat it, whatever. Something so for the, the pie eating contest, um, the seniors and the teachers had graham cracker crust that was filled with whipped cream. You guys the, had whole pies. The juniors, the sophomores, and the freshmen <laughs> had graham cracker crusts with, uh, Shredded tuna, <gasps> olives, and mustard with whipped cream on top. So we, and it's like no hands. So you have to go all face, no hands. Um, so all of us shove our mouths in these pies and immediately come up. And we're like, Ugh. Um, so the junior girl grabs the pies she she comes over to the table or I guess over to where we are and scoops everything out of my pie and puts it in hers and scoops everything out of the freshman's pie and puts it in hers and she was like eat everything around the center that you can because all of that is like shit so we're like eating the like edge crust of this and she's just sitting there with this giant pie just in front of her face and she's just watching. And the senior girl like gets up and finishes her pie and she's like, wow. And she takes this pie and shoves it in her face and said, you didn't get any of the good parts. So I figured I'd share. I love that. And then they started fighting. <laughs> And I had track practice right after that. So I had to walk from spring fling to track practice. And every time, you know, I'd like, while I'm running, like I'm getting snotty, it tasted like tuna and olive juice. And it was just in my nose and in my mouth. It was terrible. And I don't eat olives now. That was the first and the last time I had ever tried an olive. You probably never wanted to try it all before. I am nowhere near compelled to ever have 
and olive again. Okay, all right. Well, I'm glad to know your allergies. Yay! <laughs> all right. Catch you next month. Bye!